0: Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Sequel Pitch, the podcast in which four film enthusiast friends write sequels to movies that don't have them and the host picks the best one and that is a tongue twister, that (laughs) one. my name is Ross, and I'm the host this week. Joining me as ever is the guy that has more confusing pitches than Cyrus's plan in this movie. It's Andy <laughs> Henry.
1: Whee! Made sense to me. Maybe that's just me. Everything made sense. And with him is a man that could...
0: And with him... now I'm not going to do a serial killer thing. Don't worry. Um... With him is a man that can pull a plane out of a ditch easier than, like, 12 men. It's Matt Rushton. You're damn right. (laughs)
2: 700,000 pounds, whatever it is that they weigh.
0: Easy. Easy. Um, Now, there is one voice missing from tonight's record, or today's record, depending on when it... Or this morning's record, whenever you (laughs) listen to it. Um, It's Drew. Drew can't be with us at the moment because he's not feeling great, so... Get well soon, Drew. Get well um, soon,
2: Drew. We so
0: the the pitches are going to be a little bit different. Not really that different, but there's going to be a little. Well, it's just basically head well, to head. Well, no, it, no basically.
1: one no one logs on for Drew, do they? So it's fine. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, me versus you. So you've you. got the best. From, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've got head to head this week. It's going to be more brutal.
0: So today we are going to be pitching sequels to the 1997 classic action movie Con Air. Ooh, so if you boy. haven't seen it, um. I do, uh, or we do, a 60-second synopsis or thereabouts, and I hope it's quicker than beating a plane in a car. So I think it should. I mean, it probably will be. Uh, so, So let's go. Honourably discharged, Army Ranger Sergeant Cameron Poe returns home to his pregnant wife. However, he is given a 10-year prison sentence for accidentally killing a (laughs) drunk man who was just being a dick for some reason. Eight Eight years later, Poe is paroled and boards a flight to Alabama on a plane called Jailbird, a prison transport plane. Accompanying him is his diabetic cellmate, Mike Baby O O'Dell. Um, most of his inmate, uh, Most of the inmates boarding the flight are being transferred to a Supermax prison. Mass murderer Billy Bedlam, Johnny 23, Backer, Diamond Dog, and professional criminal Cyrus the Virus Gr- Gr- Grissom <laughs> are some of the uh, inmates. The flight is overseen by U.S. Marshal Vince Larkin, who is approached by DEA agents Duncan Malloy and Willie Sims. Uh, Willie Sims plans to go undercover to get information from drug kingpin Francisco Sinado, or Mm. (laughs) Sinadino, Sinadino, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that guy, uh, who is being picked up en route. After taking off, inma- inmate pinball sets another prisoner on fire, which allows Grissom and the Diamond Dog uh, to take over the plane. They land the plane. Uh, uh, they plan to land at Carson Airport as scheduled, pick up the and transfer other prisoners, and then fly off to a non-extradition country. Sims tries to retake control, but Grissom kills him and takes his gun. Uh, the plane arrives at Carson City and the inmate exchange commences. The ground crew are unaware that the hijackers are disguised as guards for some reason. Don't really know why. It's because they got helmets on or something. It's because they've got, they got goggles on. Yeah. on and it's, it's a sandstorm, remember? Yeah, it's a good thing that there was a sandstorm in that specific time. Yeah. Um, uh, so, wait, I've on, hold on. Oh, yes, I found it where I was. Um, The ground crew unaware that the hijackers are disguised as guards for some reason uh, and the real guards forcibly disguised as inmates gang to prevent them from revealing the scheme. Amongst the new passengers are uh, Sinidino, Sinidino, uh, Swamp Thing and Garland Green, the weird serial killer. Authorities learn about the hijacking when they find evidence in Grissom's old cell and a tape recorder planted by Poe on one of the disguised guards but are unable to stop the plane from taking off. Meanwhile, Pinball disposes of the plane's transponder but dies trying to reboard the tra- uh the plane taking off. Uh, the inmates plan to land at Lerner Airport, an abandoned desert airstrip and transfer onto another plane. Fuck me, there's so many planes in this fucking <laughs> film. Poe um, Poe finds Pimble's corpse trapped in the landing gear writes a message to Larkin on the body before throwing it out and it landing on a plant on a car you know um, Larkin learns of the news and heads to Lerner, beating a plane in a car uh, he also gets the National Guard to meet him there. Bedford discovers Poe's identity when reading his parole letter and finding the toy bunny bunny Poe intends to give his daughter, forcing Poe to kill him. The jailbird is grounded at Lerna with no sign of the transfer aircraft. Poe warns the others of Sinardo's past acts of deceit and betrayal, and thus Grissom orders the others to fuel up the plane and get ready for takeoff. Poe leaves Uh, to find Baby O a syringe to give him some insulin, uh, meeting Larkin and informing him of the situation... Uh, They discover Sonado's plan to escape on a hidden private jet, which Larkin sabotages. Grissom executes Sonado by igniting the plane with the worst line ever. (laughs) Um, Green encounters a little girl, but resists the urge to kill her. Maybe he's found God or something. Meanwhile, Johnny 23 spots a National uh, Guard convoy uh, and approaches... And gives them alarm to prepare an ambush. As the National Guard arrives, loads of them die. You think that Poe would have told Larkin, but nah, it doesn't, doesn't need to bother. Uh, there's a firefight. Yeah, the National Guard take out a lot of inmates. The surviving inmates flee back into the jailbird and take flight. Poe's identity is revealed when Bedford's body is found, Grissom is about to execute him, and Baby O when Larkin and Malloy arrive in her ha- attack helicopters, damaging the jailbird's fuel tank. Swamp Thing is forced to land it on the Las Vegas Strip for some reason, <laughs> uh, causing mass destruction and killing Johnny-23. Grissom, Diamond Dog, and Swamp Thing. This is so weird when you say their names. (laughs) uh, Escape on a fire truck pursued by Poe and Larkin on a police motorbike. Uh, The chase leads to the deaths of all three escapees. Poe meets his daughter for the first time and gives her the bunny uh, in a really awkward scene. Uh, As the surviving inmates are apprehended, the only one unaccounted for is Garland Green, who gambles in a casino. Now a new man. Ah, uh, God. He? Yeah, he's a new Virgin, man. He, baby. He,
1: yeah, you forget all the power one, of Christ compels. One song, you. Two lines yeah. of a girl, and he's like, oh, fuck, where was this all my life?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, Oh, what did we think of this? So if you want to, you can listen to what we thought live in our bonus episode of this. Uh, We did a watch along, uh, well, a commentary along thing uh, where you can hear us uh, and you can also watch it along with us. Um, You can hear that live. Now, we didn't like it that much. (laughs) Um, It is incredibly cheesy. It is very 90s, but it is it's not... It's not in the same vein, I feel, as like the classics, like you know, uh, Commando that we've done before. Mm-hmm. I oh feel no, this... no,
1: definitely not. That's got that's this a whole is... other cheese yeah. and a whole other genre. I want to say this is almost the. I, I don't know. I kind of want to say it's 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 crossing that line between is it taking itself seriously or does it know it's like a flat out not a flat out comedy, but yeah. I think it, it like, it knows it's very cheesy and it's supposed to be big budget and silly, but sometimes it it kind of does walk that line quite well, where we're like, "Hardies, yeah, you are just like, oh, they know, they know.
0: (laughs) They know, yeah. Whereas this one, uh, I think, yeah, you would have probably forgiven it had they gone full bore, this is mad. Yeah. Whereas (laughs) this one, I don't know, like, it's incredibly... Misogynistic, oh, racist. I forgot like, how much sexist, homophobic that is, transphobic Yeah, <laughs> yeah <And>
1: like,
0: like <laughs> a
2: lot. Anti police.
1: You could say, you could say yeah. it's kind of like in the in the characters who are saying it that it's it, it would be within their dialogue, it's kind of what they would say. And you could kind of not agree but accept that, but it's still it's still uncomfortable to watch. Can't accept that. The problem yeah. is somebody, yeah. somebody yeah. that wasn't a <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Who's not a
0: criminal, who's not like <laughs> any of those that they actually sat down and wrote that. Um what do we think? Anyway, let's go for Matt first. Um
2: like, it is so cliche Nicolas Cage. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think its only redemption is pretty much Nicolas Cage, through most of it, and it just being so unintentionally entertaining with how flat his yeah. delivery was you know like mm. he was the inspiration for so many actors thinking if he can make it then fuck me so <laughs> can I <laughs> it turns Especially out it's not that the accent.
1: case but yeah, I, I I don't know what accent that is, but it's not from Alabama. So yeah, yeah. it's somewhere. On, it's like it's yeah. Just, you've
2: given a British lad an American accent. And said just do, just <laughs> yeah, do American. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it 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 has some all right action in it. Some of the is like that. I don't know. No, I'm. Try- I don't know why it's I'm just... trying to give it positives. So there isn't really <laughs> yeah. much to take from this. Um, well, John Cusack's pretty good in it. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, they're they very overacting in it. Like, I know that it's, it's, it's an action movie, so they've got to be. But I found when watching it with you guys, I was like, why is everyone shouting
1: so much? Everyone's yeah. just like,
2: i gotta, got to, blah, 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 blah. I guess like, they've got Jesus. to keep the energy.
1: The, the scenes yeah. that don't have action and they're not in the helicopters yet, they've got to be shouting to keep that energy up. But I guess better dialogue could have done that rather than just yeah. some just... of the lines that, like Nick Cage said in this, just just don't make sense. I don't yeah. know how this guy got paid to write these lines or if Nick Cage just got he, he started to remember one line and then remembered another line from like another act and just kind of smushed them together and, uh, uh, Also the story as well doesn't
0: make any <laughs> sense, like we, when I was reading the so- synopsis I was like What is the plan to take the plane to another plane to get that plane to then go to another plane to pick up some more people in the plane, then to go back to the plane and
2: then get the plane to
0: go to another plane with
2: the plane? And then they go to an island and they have sex with lots of
1: women, I think, is the plan. Yeah. And drink lots of probably, I think. They don't don't think a plane landing onto an island or anything like that would, you know, people might notice. (laughs) no, not this island. This is not John Malchowicz. yeah. it's not island. You, yeah, <laughs> he's got his own there, island.
0: There are some good lines that are mixed in with this awful, like or, the awful lines. Yeah. Um. You know, like the put the bunny back in the put the bunny back in the box
1: uh, yeah. box or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Sigh. and uh, Sigh. Yeah. oh god, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. have to say yeah, uh, say the, the worst. Um, Sigh. And Anara. Anara. Oh. What if he didn't say? Yeah, well, what if, if he just like? got there quicker? And you want Cyrus? Yeah. And like, no, 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 go back up. Just, just, can, it, can you just say, sigh, <laughs> yeah. please?
0: I've got a really good line. Hold on, say, say it again. Uh, uh, sigh. Uh. <laughs> um, and, and Ari's
1: like, Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I'm dying.
0: But for an action movie, there wasn't that much. There was a, cu- there was a couple of set pieces. I like, know what with you the... mean,
1: and it's quite funny because I was thinking that during it, and it's basically because they confine themselves to a plane, one, like yeah. one location where a lot of the time they are sat down. So, yeah. And then they have to dig it out of the dirt. But yeah, I know. I yeah. mean, watch it again. Definitely. I I remember. I remember it differently. Remembering it being like, if I if I'm honest, I thought I was going to give this like four stars because I remember it being like, <laughs> oh, it was so good. But uh, <laughs> we it, would have not, had it, to
2: remove you from the podcast, oh, Andy, yeah, if you'd done yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's, been,
1: it's, it's been a while since I saw it. And to be honest, I think I am mainly remembering Face Off rather than like Air Con yeah, Air. Yeah, fair. Um, I would have
0: definitely watched Face Off over this. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> yes. need,
1: we need to watch Face Off.
0: Yeah. God damn. But Matt, what else did you think? Well, actually, well, Andy, what did else did you think? Because uh, I've already spoke.
1: Um, what else? It's just, it was as like I say. The main thing, I guess, was the it, it wasn't as good as I remember. I was really looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, maybe just because it was uh, maybe it was just too much as well. I was kind of thinking the whole baby—the baby O insulin story plot—I guess was just to make Nick Cage seem more human.
0: I did not even know that he was—he left the plane to get insulin until I read the synopsis. (laughs) Until like I I was—I didn't even know that that was happening. I didn't even know he was suffering that from that he needed. I thought because I must have switched off that Uh, he got shot or something.
1: Yeah, he got shot in the stomach, and then we don't know he survives. Oh no, we see him at the end. We don't. We see him at the end getting put put, uh, put in uh, an ambulance, but. Yeah, just just that's not needed, I guess. Again, it could have taken like fifteen minutes down and focused more on Nick Cage and the action and the hair and the explosions. But there was and a the lot way of he, that, like, no though, he... wasn't
2: like, the the yeah. female cock yeah. that was on the plane, just so that Danny Trejo could be a weird rapist the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, his yeah. One plot drive yeah. <laughs> was just to rape the guard. That he really it was if like. There was no female woman. in stuck.
1: <laughs> come on. Yeah.
0: And then and then he, but he does die magically standing up. Whilst his arm was uh, severed, so that's, uh, that's the, the
1: plane. Uh, the plane motor comes off and goes through the plane, doesn't it? And it goes between Nick Cage and uh, John Malkovich. Yeah, I didn't see it go anywhere near Danny Trejo. Yeah, well, I, you know,
0: he got. He got
1: he I swear, cut it goes out of the plane and then it just fucks off. It goes down the road or something. And <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it's you, funny when they pick him up and he's been sliced off by the shoulder. And it's the joke of when they pick him up, his, his body kind of just slides away from his shoulder. But yeah, how is he standing up? <laughs> it is a very good point.
2: So... I feel like that just sums up like... the third act of this movie. Like, just yeah. what the fuck yeah. is going yeah. on? Oh, well, now I we're love... in Vegas. Oh, now we're smashing a hotel. Oh god, <laughs> someone's just died by a propeller. Oh god, now we're chasing him on a bloody fire engine. Oh my but god. I love, <laughs> I love you. Saying... Oh god,
0: there's a piston that kills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a piston that kills. What's his face as well? Uh, in the end, oh, it <laughs> crushes his head. Oh, Matthew don't know why yeah. that. Where that came from? I
1: don't know why he was called the virus as well. I'm guessing just because. And like the obvious, he's but it would be a little bit
0: maybe. He's got COVID. But, yeah. Oh god, oh my god. So he he's patient really oh god. zero. <laughs> uh, yeah. I loved
1: it when, we were, when they were going down the strip, and Matt, you were like, "There's an airport literally like two miles away or something." Isn't yeah. There?
2: So yeah, so like, I can't put it down ve- anywhere but the strip. <laughs> the airport just outside of Vegas is literally <laughs> just outside of Vegas. It's a twenty-minute yeah. drive, and you're in the middle of Las Vegas. Like, there's that's bullshit? He's like, "No, no, no, I can't find it." I think it's the Quran or something airport. I can't think what it's called, but it's literally fair, right like outside the city.
1: That plane going down, that was a good scene. I enjoyed it. It was.
2: I just it
0: feel was... like with Nick Cage in this movie, he doesn't feel like a hero, like nah. especially in that airfield scene. So like he goes around trying to find Baby O some insulin apparently, oh, yeah. but like <laughs> apparently. and then could have warned like or could have like say some national guard they're getting mowed down but he's like no i gotta mm. save i gotta get this insulin and he just sort of wanders around in that scene just sort of going from place to place going oh there's larkin oh there's an old guy under the fucking truck i mean well, i think it's,
1: oh, i think drew brings it up in the uh in the watch along where if he just mentioned to the cop at the start that dave chappelle was going to burn this guy then he you know he probably could have saved a lot yeah. of everything lives and everything happens movie. because of him it's <laughs> yeah. all Nicolas yeah. cage's fault <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
0: and also the the plot to for him to get in trouble that seriously for killing one guy after it was self-defense they waited out for in the yeah. rain for him beat him up and he just punched someone and accidentally killed him right yeah. and then because he's a a war vet and a dangerous—he's he's got more skills than a normal person. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, we got to put you away. He should have had John years.
1: Cusack as his lawyer. <laughs> I love yeah, way. Yeah. he could have yeah. definitely got him off when he was talking about. He's just like—he's a—he's a good man. It could have happened
0: me. to me, to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We—this we, is funny because like, we usually talk a lot longer like about these films, but this one is pretty cut and dry. It's not it's not great to be honest Isn't... yeah if you want
1: to watch if you want like a big explosion or a good just nonsense nick's cage film I'd, I'd say stay not stay away from this one but there are better ones out there oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, this saying. film yeah. that's
2: <laughs> that could be its only claim to reason to watch it is that it's a <laughs> nicholas cage classic but there's so much better so many better yeah. nicholas cage classics out there than this yeah. like this doesn't even honest... sit high in
1: this ranking I might even yeah. say this is a Malkovich film more than a Cage film. Like watch it, yeah. I'd watch it more for John Malkovich than I would Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is good, but he's just doing there. Where Malkovich is a, it's a performance, definitely. Oh he's yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, shall we go to our thoughts, our final thoughts, and yeah. then a score?
1: Yeah, I say we ain't got much, have we? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be the shortest episode that we've ever yeah. done. But definitely uh, it our, is worth saying,
1: our saying con- as well. Contrary. <laughs> And you'll get our full
2: thoughts <laughs> that's yeah. it it's what i'm saying we have reviewed this extensively over 90 whatever minutes that it was and yeah we don't want to do, do it again we're just this is scarred <laughs> we're scarred by that yeah.
0: we're just getting uh you know tortured by remembering all the stuff that yeah. was in the film also to be um, as-
1: we also saw spider-man and then the next day we saw this and i still remember <laughs> more about that. spider-man though
0: yeah. I like, <laughs> we we went from the highs of spider-man no way home to then the fucking Deaths. plane crash that yeah. is <laughs> oh, on air yeah. um i know a lot of people have it as a fond like i say memory. watch it
1: again if you if you honestly think because i did i was one of those people who were like oh it's a it's you know it's a quote unquote great it's a great movie it's a great friday night with a beer movie watch it again and you'll just be like meh
0: yeah. All
2: right. What do we think, Matt? Final thoughts and a score out of five. Aged terribly, I think, is the only thought that I can <laughs> give it. I I never thought it was a great film, but I thought it was okay. And then I've watched it. And in similar ways to Wild Wild West, you know, and movies like that, it just, it's a very specific timepiece in history. <laughs> and it doesn't fit a 2022 audience, let's put it that way. Um, yeah. My score... <laughs> is going to be uh, 1.5 voice recorders that serve no purpose apart from to hit someone (laughs) in the heel out of five. Nice.
0: 1.5. Matt, can you do the scores? Because I'm rubbish at maths. You betcha. so that you can do the average all right andy what did you think
1: oh i really want to recommend this i want to give this i want to give the lowest three i can but i won't i'm gonna have to give it just i'm gonna give it a a two because maybe maybe a lot of that nostalgia again and just remembering it from from previous years but it's not bad again if it was nothing if it was on tv and nothing else was on i'd definitely probably watch it to the end but i wouldn't go out and actively try and try and watch it it's it's two frozen bodies dropping what fifty thousand feet onto a car and not even <laughs> making a scratch yeah and it's, it's such not a liquefying at all point as well if that yeah. body just obliterated they would have been like oh well, well we have no idea
0: yeah <laughs> like, the shirt would have so just been totally ruined yeah. they wouldn't have even got a... yeah yeah it's true <laughs> uh, um okay and i'm gonna give it uh i'm gonna say I agree with everything you guys have said, like, especially Matt. I think it's, it's not a good, uh, to me personally, I'm a massive action fan. I love like all Arnie's films and I love like that ridiculous era to me. It's not even that good. Like, it's just not very good. Like the performances are, you know, Malkovich is really good in it. I think, you know, he's just playing a mental, mental case, like, which is good. Um, but there are there's some yeah, there's some bad scripting in there, and bad lines, bad dialogue that can be very phobic to you know a lot of different um cultures and creeds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give it one out of five. I'm going to go even actually worse. I'm gonna, I want
1: to drop mine because I am, I'm putting on half a point for nostalgia I, I, I want to change mine to one point5.
0: okay. 1.5 uh
2: one and a one point what did you say one oh, one point five for me and of course we have oh, to 1. put 5. in the 2.5 default score for drew so, Drew actually yeah. recommends this a lot more than all of us. Sorry, Drew. Does he, have, Hope he, feel he give it 2.5? Wow. No, but he has to because he's a middle ground. Oh. Because <laughs> he's not oh here, my God. He's I not can't here wait to tell us to... otherwise. Yeah. yeah, Drew gives it five
1: stars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
0: can't wait to say that to him next week. Like, why did you give it yeah. 2.5? He's really got to mess up uh, his scoring.
2: <laughs> that comes out at an uh, average of... purely because of the fact that Drew's not here to score it less so we've come straight off the bat with Home Sweet Home Alone at 1.13 being the lowest score ever and this comes in at our third lowest score ever I'm sure it would have been lower but I've just done Drew dirty so (laughs) yeah
0: Oh, we it. are doing some classics uh, recently for <laughs> yeah. sequel pitch. The, the sequels that no one oh, wants. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of sequels <laughs> that no one wants, I think it's time to get our sequels pitched. Because Drew's not here... We're going to do things a little differently. You two are going to go head to head with your pitches. So there can be only one winner. So you've got more, you've got better odds this time. You know, it's Mm -hmm. 50-50. So Matt and Andy, you'll be pitching your sequels uh, and I will pick the best one. So in case you haven't heard what we do here at Sequel Pitch. Mm -hmm. Uh, If not, then hello, welcome. This is Sequel Pitch. Um, (laughs) So um, do you think you boys are ready?
2: always born uh, yeah
1: I'm all stretched and I'm ready Just I assume
0: ass. that you've really really thought hard about these sequels and you you know took few days to come up with the idea and really flesh out the characters and really go where the movie didn't go you know Absolutely. the first one I, I have... started
1: to I, I I started mine and then I realized uh, by the end of it Nick Cage was swinging through Manhattan and I was like no I think I'm, I think I'm doing spider-man again so <laughs> yeah. uh... If you you do get points
0: if you can uh, relate it to the Ross CU the <laughs> RCU shit that would be great um,
1: <laughs> uh, cool just start all right <laughs>
0: yeah if you just if you want to add Vin Diesel floating in space, <laughs> in space that would be just later. in
1: the background
2: he just passes the moon <laughs> yeah. not something yeah. just a T shaped shadow <laughs>
0: <laughs> um cool. All right, let's go with Matt first. uh, what is your title called? and it's a
2: great title what what is your synopsis? okay, my title is con Air Two Air con <laughs> Do you know what have done with that it it's relevant no, like that's it. not just nice. my genius marketing techniques. it is relevant. <laughs> Uh, okay. Special Agent Vince Larkin faces an all too familiar threat as a plane transporting prisoners is hijacked by the bloody prisoners and he needs some help. This bloody prisoners. Yeah, cool. Alright, your time starts whenever you want to start. Strap yourselves in, guys. Date, 1997. We see the moon. Vin Diesel floats back. Nah, nah. Just kidding. <laughs> we... Date, 1997. We open with a young girl singing he's got the whole world in his hands with Steve Buscemi's Garland Green. She hands him a doll and he leaves. She heads home to discover her papa still hasn't come back from work. She heads to the diner or gas station whatever it was to see her dad dead in the fire. She screams and cries (laughs) for a while before seeing the plane take off and her little sad face turns into a little angry face. (laughs) <laughs> then there's a cool VFX moment and we blur from the young kid's face into an adult's face, still with the same angry, similar features. Um, I'm casting Willa Holland. If you've seen Arrow, she plays Thea Queen. Just as a heads nice. up, that's the only casting I've done Good for nice. this. Um, so yeah, the blur clears, <laughs> and we see that she's just beating on someone and it's her prison cellmate. She's in jail. Oh, I don't know why. She's dragged off by two guards and thrown into solitary. <laughs> One guard jests. At least she won't be our problem much longer, in his most obvious Alabama accent. Um, which, again, there's another real classy prison guard retorts None of these skanks shall be. And we pan to see a, roo- a row of rooms, all with the same noise and like doors, and they're all in solitary, all these women. Um, and then we cut to the title Con Air 2, Air Con. <laughs> Then we see John Cusack's Vince Larkin. He appears on screen. He's now head of the US Marshal SOG Special Operations Group. We're reminded of his part in the first film by a framed newspaper cutting of the events of the first movie and a small picture of him under a much larger photo of Nicolas Cage, the hero of the day. Q exposition, (laughs) he talks to some friends. We learn that there's a mission to transport the female contingency of fugitives to a new mixed gender correctional facility out in the Mojave Desert somewhere. Yeah, probably gonna end up by Vegas again, why not? Um, yeah. So we cut to the plane and we see the lady from the opening scene. We learn her name is Ginny, she's been boarded, along with a bunch of other female prisoners. Uh, there's a similar line about how these are all lifers and some were to face the death penalty, but this is the new facility that's open, so they're being sent there. Uh, there's a bunch of quips and cool one-liners, and like we really learn about the characters and their personalities from their responses to the prison guards and all that. Um, maybe there's a guy in there just for some sexual tension. Why not? Uh, but there's definitely not as stereotypical as the 90s version. It's worth saying that no racism no <laughs> uh, stereotypes of any sort please uh writers so yeah then the one <laughs> character we do notice in the plane there is a guy on the plane two guys <laughs> on the plane jenny smirks at one of them because he has a familiar face holy fucking shit it's steve pescemi Gre- garland green is on the plane and is dressed as a god just so you know as well, a bit of filler. Kutak has an agent planted on the plane. That can be another exposition scene just to waste some time. Uh, he's got that person on the plane basically so that we can make sure that uh, Vince Larkin finds out about the disaster some point in the movie. Uh, the plane's in the air. We've taken off. Everything's fine. Jenny watches Garland and he lifts a mask from his uh, prison guard uniform and he puts it on. Two other guards do so too, very subtly, uh, but we don't know their faces. They're not important. They're gonna die. They're they're <laughs> just excess characters, good old good old NPCs. Um, Ginny's <laughs> yeah. confused, and then suddenly we hear a hiss from the aircon system, and everyone <laughs> passes out. In the cockpit, we see the pilot's <laughs> assistant is wearing a mask, and he's just killed the pilot. He stabbed him. Uh, Everyone (laughs) comes on conveniently at the same time Later down the movie uh, They discover that the guards are now prisoners And the prisoners are now dressed as guards eh? Garland steps up and explains That he promised to save his daughter Ginny Ginny kind of makes some weird daddy reference Um, Basically they've got The most fucked up weird relationship Um, I thought it was very fitting Uh, Anyway the cons all cheer And the guards all hiss and scorn The pilot is in a seat next to Cusack's agent very convenient um they fly for a bit exposition 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 larkin's agent somehow unclips the pilot's pin in all of this exposition and she frees her hands from her cuffs and miraculously miraculously finds a mobile in the pilot's pocket uh she calls larkin and hides the phone behind her back uh john cusack's larkin's face drops as he hears garland's voice and the women whooping he orders his team to track the phone because it's 2022 and we can now track phones. They track the phone. They're heading towards Lerner Airfield. And just as they work out this, we hear a commotion from the phone. Cutting back, we see a prisoner discover the phone. And they kill the agent! Larkin rages as the phone disconnects and he and his team drive out way quicker than the plane and they discover that the airfield is abandoned. Only, no it isn't! It's a trap! Exactly the same scene as the first movie, It's a Trap. <laughs> Garland's turned it into a den for, for criminals without anyone knowing, and his lackeys are there, and they spring the trap, kill a load of the guards, and they surround Larkin's car. He manages to make a phone call from the new in-car phone system, to, and it's just in his phone as Hero. Um, and, it's, <laughs> and he's like, It's happening again! They've got Lerner! They've got me! And he gets dragged from his car we see the plane land and garland and ginny exit the plane Your home garland says and he smiles he then sees larkin captured by his goons exposition about what happened after vegas he became a bit of a crime lord but doesn't kill kids anymore he has his own now we learn how he saw her getting arrested for murdering a boyfriend and they become pen pals and then their weird daddy daughter lovers relationship comes about Good way to slow the pace of the, you know, slow the pace of the film, fill some time. End of it. Larkin's chucked into a makeshift cell, and Garland works out what to do with him. <gasps> we can ransom him. So they set up this ransom scene very quickly. Uh, the U.S. marshals arrange for a meeting with a cash transfer. Everything seems very normal until we see Larkin's eyes widen, followed by a wry smile. They're in front of him. It's Cameron fucking Poe. He's there to rescue him. Still with the long hair. He never cut it. It's so fucking long now, so long now. Right. The rest of the movie is Nicolas Cage basically kicking ass, taking down crime goons, or getting Larkin to safety. He gets Larkin to safety, but then Larkin's like, "No, I'm going to come with you." And they take the rest down together. They're a really sick double team. And eventually, it's a showdown just between Garland and Ginny and Poe and Larkin. The good guys win. <laughs> Garland and Ginny die in some weird like, coupley way together. Maybe they fall into a sand grinder or something together. That sounds cute. Um, and the ransom isn't completed. Like That whole bit takes like 40-45 <laughs> minutes it's worth saying. Uh, so the end of the movie, we learn that Poe has four kids, all girls and he makes another Oscar-worthy monologue about how women are just awesome and that now he's <laughs> grateful that they don't have the aircon on. <laughs> no, no. Uh,
0: my my favourite bit of that was you just adding in uh, those famous machines, those sand grinders. Yeah. Um,
2: That's I, don't cute. Know. I don't know. That's ah, you cute. know, some machine, you know, a sand <laughs> grinder, or Some weird shit out yeah. in the desert.
0: <laughs> uh, thanks, Matt. Thank you. That was interesting. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions now. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh do you think there's enough Nick Cage in this movie? Yeah, I've chucked uh, forty minutes. It seems Nick Cage like Cage. there's you think <laughs> you think that's enough just to have
2: him at the end, yeah? Well I can't afford him for longer. This isn't gonna be a big budget film. <laughs> <laughs> but um Yes, I okay. think this is about the journey of the female characters character in this in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. No worries. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Mm. um the relationship between garland and Ginny is a bit is a bit odd to say the least yeah because he's probably about i guess 60 or something by then
2: yeah um do you think this could put people off your story no they're meant to hate him really like this is just to remind you that they are bad guys like they they're not meant to be good guys in any way shape or form it's nothing about her journey i just didn't put nicholas cage in for the first hour of the movie for no reason um i didn't feel like it needed him at the time um no it's meant to just be really weird like it is properly meant to be that weird um okay. make them really uncomfortable and you know it's just uncomfortable to be on the plane. The other female characters that all sadly die, uh, without names. They they're all meant to be weirded out by it, um, and I don't know. It, it's kind of a it's kind of a slap back at the idea that religion can cure someone that fucked up and making him fucked up yeah. again.
0: Yeah, and what better uh, thing to sell tickets is to make everyone <laughs> feel uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> um, so would. John Cusack, um, personally wouldn't he personally oversee like who is going on the plane? And wouldn't Steve Buscemi be like recognizable as like as a guard on the plane? Oh, uh, there's a sandstorm.
2: So he's got the sandstorm.
0: <laughs> ah, fair. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a hurricane. <laughs> we won't
2: use sandstorm again. That's boring. We've that's been done. There's a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. So they're really rushing and he just kind of runs on the plane.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> that's so, good enough for me. So. I mean, it was good enough for the last movie. So <laughs> uh, So there, it seems like there's only one big action uh, action scene at the end of the movie. You said it was 45 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> is that? Uh, do you think that's enough in a in this movie?
2: I think actually, you know, in the director's cut, there is a whole other scene in the play <laughs> where, the, where the guards that have been arrested, they actually managed to break out and fight a load of the prisoners. So like the two guards that put the mask on earlier that I said died, it's because the guards yeah. who became prisoners killed them as like a fight back, but then they all die.
0: Okay, that's the end of my questions. I just uh, added a little bit on that. I liked the use of. Uh, special operations group uh because for listeners that don't know uh we have a little uh cod uh call of duty group called uh the sequel pitch special <laughs> operations group uh so that made me laugh i know that's obviously what they actually call
2: them but it's it was a nice little touch there. it was 100 um, percent intentional as well and not at <laughs> sort all of just blew my mind when you said it so you're welcome
0: uh cool thank you matt uh, now on to Andy. What is your title and what is your
1: s- synopsis? Um uh, my title, um, I'm either going to go with Con Maritime, um, Ferry Connexion, or my favourite, I think is going to be Con Cruiser. And you got, I kind of got a theme I'm, I'm going for here. I like, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I... my little, my... Yeah, my little blurb is Poe and his daughter, Casey, have to help transport criminals across the ocean to a new high-security prison. But when the c- criminals break free, Poe and Casey learn there's a deeper plan afoot. Mm. Oh. So we open with Casey Poe graduating from the Special Forces or Navy or Army, something. Poe and Tra- uh, Trisha are watching proudly from uh, from like the stands. General Travis comes from the special forces and sees Poe's and we have some, some exposition about um, who, uh, what Poe's up to now when he's happily manages, uh, manages and works in a bowling alley. Travis tells Poe that they need help transporting dangerous criminals to a new high security prison in Europe. Travis knows about Poe's experience and says he needs someone he can trust out there. Poe says he's never flown since that day and Travis says that won't be a problem because this time they're going by boat. <laughs> Poe refuses again and walks away. That evening, Casey comes home. I, was, well, I keep saying Casey. so It's Cassie, isn't it? Is it Cassie yeah. or Casey? I just call her Cassie. I'll say whatever. both, and then, then the listeners can make their, their mind up. <laughs> yeah. Cassie, so in his uh, accent, Cassie you'll be home. fine. Cozy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that evening, Casey comes home and says that Travis has approached her to lead the mission. Poe tells Casey that she can't do it as it's too dangerous, and Casey says she's tired of him trying to bubble wrap the world around her, and she storms out of the house. That night, Poe can't sleep, so he wakes up his wife... <laughs> And says he knows Travis is only doing this, so um, uh, he's only doing this to make. Sorry. That night, Poe can't sleep. He wakes up his wife and says he knows Travis is only taking Casey uh, because he knows Poe will come along because he, he doesn't want Casey to go alone. Trisha says that she uh, he should start treating, treating Casey more like an adult, but she's also scared, so she agrees. Poe has to go on the boat to help Casey. Uh, the next day, as Casey's getting ready in the army base or the special forces base. Poe and Travis walk in, and Casey learns that Poe is now coming along on the mission, but he's going undercover as a criminal, and Casey will be his like handler. Uh, Travis tells the pair that the boat will be supported by four police patrol boats full of cops and guns who are in constant contact with the headquarters. (laughs) The captain on board uh, knows what's going on, and the main criminals on board, um, the one with speaking parts, there's going to be more, but yeah, the one with speaking parts, are, and then we have a good suicide suicide style uh, intro to the characters as they get on the boat, like the first one. The big bad known terrorist, the big bad guy for the film, is Gary Busey. Uh, He's going to be playing a a terrorist (laughs) called Butcher. His uh, sidekick is Helena Bolicarta, called Dolly. Uh, And then, yeah, the three kind of main uh, criminals who have all the speaking parts is going to be Shia LaBeouf, called Peanuts, Mike Tyson, called Larry, and Carrot Top, called Cucumber. Uh, Cucumber, (laughs) because that's his murder weapon. Poe and Casey walk in last and in front of the other criminals, she searches her dad and finds planted contraband on him. She gut punches him to show uh, authority to the criminals and let out some of her frustration caused by her dad from earlier on. Uh, on the boat, as it's sailing, everything seems to go uh, well until the boat suddenly stops. The captain comes out and says there's something wrong with the engine. Some cops come off their boats and head to the engine room and when they get down there, they open the furnace, powering the ship and a massive fireball kills them all. Uh, panic starts happening upstairs as Casey and the other cops try to get control. Butcher's cell is unlocked, and he starts fighting the guards and unlocking all the other cells. Chaos ensues, and the boat is taken over by the criminals. The captain, the captain can, turns, uh, the captain comes out, and it turns out he's double-crossed the cops and he rigged the fireball and released Butcher from his cell. Butcher then kills the captain and throws him in the furnace because so he's mad. <laughs> Uh, Butcher finds the gun stashed away by the captain and hands them out to all the criminals, and they have a massive gunfight with the remaining cops in their boats. Butcher uh, then climbs onto the onto a cop boat when everyone's dead and radios to HQ that everything's okay. You know, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Uh, that's when we see John Cusack back as uh, Agent Vince Larkin, uh, and he senses something isn't right and he starts investigating. Uh, as the criminals start beating up the cops, Butcher gets suspicious when he sees Poe not beating Kay- uh, Cassie. But uh, Poe manages to talk his way out of it, uh, and he starts to build trust uh, uh, with Butcher. The criminals take over the ship, and they say they're right on time to meet their rendezvous. Poe tries to fit in with the criminals and try uh, to try and find out what's going on. Why he's trying to free Casey and the uh, the guards. Uh, he tries to get answers out of Butcher about the plan by answering questions with qu- questions. Big Cage is trying to, I think it's both funny. <laughs> this Cage is asking questions. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Why didn't you ask me? Well, you know, give me more information. <laughs> (laughs) God, (laughs) Um, But he soon found out to be a fraud And there's a big fight that happens Back with Larkin Basically through his introduction up till now uh, He's been investigating all this shit uh, And he learns that his ship and this mission Has been funded secretly And he follows clues that leads him to a presidential nominee (gasps) Larkin learns That this nominee has paid (laughs) a bunch of terrorists Who will free their leader Who will then perform a terrorist attack on America He will use the fear from this attack to win the vote And become president Promising to make whoever did the attack pay uh, back on the fight uh, on the boat there's uh, all the criminals die except for the main ones um, uh, as the cops re- regain control but in a separate part of the ship Butcher, Poe, Cassie and Dolly are fighting Butcher finds out Cassie is Poe's daughter and Poe po finds out Butcher's plan about terrorism and they all fight but Poe ends up getting knocked out Casey then knocks out Dolly and stabs uh, Butcher but before he dies he throws a gas canister into the furnace causing it to explode Casey picks up Poe who's either half con- half conscious so he can like run or you know maybe adrenaline casey could pick up you know her dad he probably weighs like three times uh <laughs> like, weight and, yeah and they won't run they won't jump off the side of the boat that's closest to them obviously they are run the length of the boat uh, trying to outrun the fireball <laughs> and <then> they jump <laughs> off the ship just before it blows up um nice. as they wash up on the beach it looks like casey has drowned so Poe tries to bring her back to life by telling her he shouldn't have doubted her and you know uh, learning his lesson basically through the film uh, Casey then spits up all the water and so she's fine. But she says uh, now the boat has um, uh, been blown up and all the criminals are gone. There's no evidence to take down the presidential nominee. Poe then pulls out uh, something from his pocket, like a bit of evidence that Butcher would have given him back in like Act Two, when you know when he was starting to trust um, uh, trust Poe, uh, which is incriminating evidence for this presidential nominee. And we have a nice smile when we maybe like fade down. End scene is the presidential nominee getting sworn in because he's won, even though the terrorist thing didn't happen. He's still won. And right before he gets the key to the city, we see helicopters and tanks arrive, surrounding the nominee, who tries to run, but is blocked by Larkin. And from behind Larkin and the guards, Poe and Casey walk out. Poe has a quip while Casey puts him in handcuffs. And then Poe would probably knock him out, leading to a cut to black, and then credits.
0: Very nice. (laughs) Very nice. Okay. Could you explain to me... Uh, this is just a random thing that I just thought of when I was reading it. What the captain was offered to free them, like to start the uh, well to free Butcher and then he was offered,
1: uh, he was offered lifetime supply of spaghetti. He was, uh, he's <laughs> a mad spaghetti fan, and he was just like, "Hey, I don't want money. I don't want jewels. If you give me spaghetti, mate, I will be yours." And so um, nice. Yeah, I can imagine. Money, I can it. imagine. Lodge, maybe the island that Cyrus didn't get in the first one, but no, I can just imagine like. <laughs> just money <laughs> just fair
0: and then he gets killed anyway so
1: yeah just cuz butcher's mental so yeah
0: anyway. uh it's, it's, uh, this is just an observation. There seems to be a lot of death by fire in your movie. <laughs> yeah. Just by like the fire, The furnace, is a lot. Uh, that furnace needs <laughs> yeah. to be, uh, you know, it's health going and safety. It's the
1: time. Even when they're stationary, the furnace <laughs> yeah. is still going. <laughs> yeah. There,
0: um, there was a fireball at uh, the beginning of your movie in the furnace, yep. and now there's a fireball at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, lots of fire. A lot of fire.
1: The boat doesn't blow up until the end, though, obviously. Uh, yeah. yeah. Keep
2: it that, that, that yeah. <laughs> We also watched Fantastic Four last weekend maybe he's just got an obsession with human torch (laughs) yeah Uh, um you alluded to
0: other like movies i think at the beginning i think in i don't know if you said it in the actual um um in the actual uh pitch when you just said it but when i read it uh there was uh, you alluded to other cons um
1: over the titles
0: yeah, oh, is yeah. that is that is that other movies that you have? Obviously, in, there's gonna be a third this...
1: one. We've had uh, Con Air, which is obviously in the air. This one's Con Maritime, so it's gonna be on the ocean. Uh, the third yeah. one's gonna be like Con Motorway, obviously, so it's something on the road. Um, uh, so maybe like a trilogy waiting to happen.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, there isn't much of Larkin in this one. Uh, yeah. Well, he seems to be. He seems to have his own movie in this kind of. Uh, Larkin do you think
1: is the character we don't want to follow?
0: so then why did you just have him in his bullshit because i wanted to to call back
1: to the first one i was going to bring in a completely new like kind of cop but i was like no let's have let's have larkin let's let's check in on him and stuff and then um i guess i didn't mention it at the end but when poe comes out from behind larkin when he's kind of cornered the presidential that's you know that's that kind of like reminiscent. they have like a handshake and they would be like hey i trust you still so um (laughs) Yeah, there's have... now four
0: people on trust. <laughs> yeah,
1: two of those are you. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I feel that you have a lot of uh, the. I think in yours, in your pitch, you have the nostalgia, right? But do you think it's too generic or cliche? Uh,
1: no, I. I think the the characters, the reason I I went for such like out of the box characters and actors, I think, is because they will bring a lot of new stuff to it. Um, I want. I I purposely went for a nostalgia plot, but new actors that will bring new stuff to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely Carrot Top. Carrot uh, Top is just... He's famous waiting comedian.
1: Oscar, waiting for that Oscar performance, and this might be it. We had yeah, Dave Chappelle on 90s. in Con Air, so I was like, well, what's another... Highly, the Top rate. from, like, the, the
0: popular comedian from the 90s. Yeah. Like, Carrot Top. I got to say, uh, we haven't
1: got much money. I think Matt knew this as well. We haven't got much money to make the sequel, so we've literally scraped the bottom of the mouth. Scra- no offense to Helena <laughs> but Or Carrot Top.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. 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 Uh, I can't wait to see Carrot Top in your movie. <laughs> uh,
1: Being threatening would be something else, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Cool that's all my questions asked. Uh, there are any little things, but I th- think we've got enough time, uh, to have you to argue against each <laughs> other, uh, pick holes, pick whatever you want. You've got like 10 minutes to convince oh, me. I and mean, we won't do 10, ten minutes, mi- but 10 minutes
1: around. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Try to convince me that I should pick yours.
1: Okay, I want to start, like one thing I, I did right. Like, Matt, was, like, this is about the female journey in this movie. What is this female journey? This female <laughs> journey in this movie, then she like, may, she gets, she meets Steve Buscemi, and then like, dies at the end. What is this journey <laughs> that she goes on? Well, it's <laughs> a plane full of
2: females, so progression, progressive f- th- film. <laughs> this is a progressive <laughs>
1: film. <laughs> There's lots yeah, of women in it. the females expendables. Stereotype. Yeah yeah. Yeah. like why why not have Nick Cage? I know you had him in 40 minutes at the end and that's fine. But I'm not I, I'm not watching Con Air for for John Cusack. No, that's bullshit.
2: Like I I said this in the review bit. This isn't even a good Nicolas Cage film the first one. It's not a good film full stop, but it's not even a good Nicolas Cage film. So therefore, I'm not gonna make a sequel that's a Nicolas Cage film. This needs to be completely spun. So it's a John Cusack movie with yeah. support of Nicolas Cage. So that, that way at the end of the second one, he's the much bigger picture in the newspaper, and then they've evened out and they're both. Oh, I heroes. like that. As well,
1: who programmed Hero onto his like phone? Was that him or Nicolas Cage? <laughs>
2: I don't know. Why not?
1: I, I, I love the idea either way. It's just he's <laughs> going to go, I secretly do like him and he is a hero. The, big, the bigger picture over here was good as well. I kind of got me. That was no, funny. You
2: see, there's some really thought out small moments in this
1: movie. <laughs> I might not have thought the big shit out, cond-
2: but I've thought out the small shit. All right. What like you've just done has <laughs> gone burn everybody i'm a fucking arsonist <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes I'm, I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to get the, the perfect Nick cage film where he's in it just enough not a load not enough to overpower it but enough explosions um and and yeah i wanted to find what was good what, what needed uh, uh working on from the first film and, mm-hmm. and just add on to that
2: so what was it that we needed to work on from the first film that you worked on
1: it was Nicolas Cage's character. I don't think he had a, 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 and his his the length of his hair. I didn't mention that, but again, it's down to like his hip now. No, I, um, I want that retracted. It's just, it's I I mentioned
2: that in my pitch. You can't bring it in suddenly because I AI? asked, and mine said, was a great idea. A
1: fighting? But I doubt he even has a line in your film.
2: He doesn't need lines. He just kicks ass. <laughs> Plus, we don't want him just delivering lines. That was forth. one of the biggest problems in the first That's movie. Very, that is a good point.
1: Yeah, you might have me there. You have to give him lines. <laughs> I don't. No, Nick, we didn't pay you to speak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would like for you to, you know... I'm I feel like you could have been onto something, but we didn't really we didn't really explore it. Was the daddy daughter relationship? He just sounds like really generic, stereotypical dad. So how are you going to make it so that Nicholas Cage is more than stereotypical dad?
1: No, I don't want to. That's his journey. We don't need to. We're not. That isn't Oscars a journey. We're not, That's we're, been we're done not a million bonus, times. Hey? <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. We can do it a million and one. It's going right, to be fun. Right, well fine. there you the go. You heard it's it. Gonna Ross. He it's going to be the relationship. between to fulfill his, his contractual promise. This is a well-known <laughs> story and a new, fresh take, but the same story but a fresh take.
2: We were promised by you a character journey, and you just you just blatantly said, "We'll do yeah, it for a million Page. and one times." Has a character I'm going to do the same Bullshit film <laughs> thing both, where the both, dad's just Trisha, jealous. Even
1: Trisha has a as a story in this in this. She she uh she's against it at first and she then she's back in it and then she's never heard from again.
2: That I mean yeah <laughs> fair. That is a better character journey than the dad being the generic no, dad, the dad for the millionth time. he needs to let
1: the daughter go and grow up.
2: And I offer you a very unique daddy still. relationship between a dad and a daughter. Unique is all right? a word I I'll offer you something that, that <laughs> hasn't been done before. <laughs> will really get people people talking. People would not
1: be disturbed by watching my my coupling. That's all I'd say. They might be.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, Right. I want you to give me one thing that you... One thing that you hate about the other one's pitch. (laughs) Just because it'll make me laugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is Uh,
2: all about Nicolas Cage again. It's not about
1: Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's so see, bullshit. Uh, Matt, Matt I think as well. Matt uses tries to go back to friend to known territory. He says, "What you see, so? It's in the air again." I'm trying to bring something new it's by the ocean, and you, you have similar. You go to Vegas again. Learn that there's a whole world out there, Matt. That you could cr- crash loads of planes into.
2: I did that on purpose because we're 24 years after the first one, mm. and this is a massive homage. Homage. To the first movie by taking us back to all those really Massive iconic scenes. There. You've the decided not even to make half the con movie. maritime. You didn't even go with con sea or con ocean. You... Not even something that sounds good. Con I went with maritime, followed by con cruiser, <laughs> con motorway, con motorway. I gave <laughs> you, I gave you the best one to make your third film, and you didn't you even said, use it. What con
1: ocean? Contract. <laughs> con no, because there's no contract. That's why you. Yeah, you said admittedly you said that two minutes before we started recording, and I well, was like, "Shit!" Can I great. change my fucking pitch so it's based on a contract?
2: No, that's no. your third <laughs> movie. I gave you the third movie. You just went con maritime.
1: Oh, I we are gonna go with con, movie, <laughs> I'm gonna go with con sailing boat. Con Cruiser. <laughs> you promised me. You promised me before the air. To be fair, wait, hold on. The, it was an air con salesman, and I was looking for yeah, yeah, that. I said to be fair,
0: Matt, yours is literally called. Con air air aircon. con because the oh. air con plays a, I the can't... most
2: important part it, in it because that's it where the like knockout drug comes from. And it's, it's mentioned again at the end, it's one yeah, bit in one your movie. You it, doesn't it doesn't matter, the air con and it's two bits <laughs> because Nicolas Cage says it in his final closing monologue, actually. So, yeah, Just my movie, ball. Andy. Nicolas Cage every Cage time speaks he my gets on.
0: Every time he does something, he just doesn't want to do it ever again. <laughs> I don't like planes anymore. I don't like aircon anymore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dad, it's like 70 <laughs> degrees <laughs> in here. Shut up. Yeah. He's glad that <laughs> his daughters are cold all the time and doesn't put the aircon on. <laughs> It's, it's great. I love the it Your your title is based on the the like the one bit of the oh, yeah. film where <laughs> the, <laughs> it's the most important part of the film because without the aircon, without modern technology and air conditioning, the gas wouldn't seep through the plane as well and knock everybody out at the same time. Um, I mean, they could have just released it, you know, on the plane. It would have gone. No, stupid. it's got to be more <laughs> subtle than that. You can't just drop a gas grenade well, anymore when, on a plane. Well, Could
1: they put it in like the 2 so when the masks fell out and, everyone was panically breathing it in, and then they and that, see, that that, that, be, that creates that be too much of that, a,
2: a, that creates too much. It Jeopardy takes away the title of the yeah. plane's falling yeah. down. No, we just use something as modern and as normal as aircon in a plane to cause complete panic and widespread knockout stuff. I would love uh action movies to
0: use this method and just like (laughs) die hard guns
2: yeah
1: hard dying that's the second one
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, great i think it's fucking brilliant like you could have so much fun marketing this movie we're gonna
1: go with the third one now you've got air con and con air you can't go back again (laughs) con con
2: con Con air con Air cond. And then it's about the person we find out that whoever put the air conditioning unit in that plane oh, built it and was paid off by Steve Buscemi Air cond boom. Yes, we've got it. Because right, a says whole sk- different franchise. 'Cause nothing says action than con. <laughs> Air conditioning units. Air <laughs> <Yeah>, conditioning <laughs> units. Hey, it
1: worked at Die Hard. Let's bring My it back God. in every film.
2: <laughs> this is a conspiracy <laughs> theory.
0: Well, These con units.
2: A full universe here. We can go right into the, you know, can go into the dirty side the of sales and retail and how you make your money. Espionage. <laughs> this is, mate. This Sponsored is more than Aircon. just an action movie now. <laughs> this is an espionage movie.
0: Right, I think I made my decision. Yeah. <laughs> I do like, Matt, I do like yours. I like uh, the whole, um, you know, female lead and the whole... Uh, I do think, however, that the relationship she has with... Um, it's a bit hard because I feel like, you know, we're we're trying to glamorise these killers again. Uh and you know, I don't know. I just feel it's a bit of a weird weird thing.
2: I mean she's um, meant to be an uber psychopath that perhaps doesn't call yeah. us. she's not a she's not a protagonist, she's an antagonist
0: okay, good um Oops. and Andy's I like yours. I think you've got the 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 sort of homage-y sort of action of that ilk without it being offensive it is a little bit too generic um so i think however um for me i uh i i want to go and see the movie that andy has pitched uh as much as i really want to see con air air yeah, there will definitely uh, be
1: some way of getting Air conditioning into my, I'm definitely stealing yeah. fucking air con, Oh, can we? Can, can
2: that be what makes the fireball? It's the air conditioning yes. unit. Yes, gas goes yeah.
1: through
2: it. Yeah, definitely. Six. And as then as I get movie, my five percent. I'm happy, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Andy's is the winning pitch. Well done, Andy. Yay,
1: con Cruiser. Con
2: Cruiser. I can't
0: believe you um, voted
2: Con Cruiser over con <laughs> <laughs> <Back. laughs> What is this shit? <laughs> Um, well done Andy
0: so Andy what are we going to be doing uh, as our next episode of sequel pitch
1: oh so I think next week we should go a little bit darker maybe but let's cross it over with maybe a little bit of superhero I want to see Joker's uh, oh that just gave it away I guess (laughs) I want to see sequels for uh todd phillips joker which uh what came out what two years ago now i think um i believe there is one in the works but it's definitely going to be a long time coming um and it's interesting because it's it's a very a lot of people have said this shouldn't have a sequel and some say it should so i'll be very interested to see where you guys go some say it should never existed in the first place oh i'm sure we will talk about that more on the episode
0: Okay, so we'll be doing Joker next time, and I think, boys, we might have a special guest. Ooh, Ooh, first
1: of the new year.
0: Yeah, Um, it is Sab Astley. Now, they've been in contact with us uh, uh, to see if they can guest on our podcast they are an entertainment and culture journalist writing for the Film Hounds Mag, Cinerama Film, and awesome. they've done uh, articles for I think Radio Times and the Digital Flicks, uh, Certified Forgot, and Massive Cinema. So, mm. um, so you have got a lot. Well, we I've got a lot to live up to yeah. with our sequels for Joker Two, if they're going to be the the, jo- the judge host. Um, that will be interesting. Oh, God. So, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yes.
0: now, now they're going to have to be really deep. Yeah, we got another yeah. review
1: on, boys. We've got to look good.
0: Come on. Oh, God. All right. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, for listening to this week's episode of Sequel Pitch. I've been Ross. Um, if you want to tell us how what your Con Air sequel would be. If you think Matt should have won, let us know. If you think AirCon should have won, let us know. Uh, if you in think the of comments, a better title,
1: let us know, because yeah. I honestly think AirCon is probably the best we're going to get. So. Yeah. <laughs> Please let us know. Um, yeah.
0: So that's all from us. Please follow us on our socials, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, if you could... It would be massively appreciative if you could... Give us a review on iTunes. Uh, Tell your friends about it. You know, that's the only way this podcast is going to grow. If you can tell your friends about it, say, hey, I listened to this really random podcast uh, with a load of boys from England. Uh, Do you want to listen to it? And, you know, maybe someone might listen to it. So that'd be great. Let our podcast uh, family grow. Uh, So without further ado, it's goodbye from Matt Rushton. Goodbye. Thank God they don't have the aircon on. (laughs) and it's goodbye from this week's winner Andy Henry fireball (laughs) Uh, yeah and it's goodbye from me Bye. Bye. bye